Listen, we're not known for pronunciation, so it's all good. I'm definitely not known for pronunciations. <laughs> did I say that wrong, too? Yeah, you did. <laughs> can you edit that out? Nope. Come I mean, on. I can. I'm, I'm not going to. Hey everyone, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m., and you can check out some pretty awesome bonus content if you hop on over to patreon.com. We have behind-the-scenes pictures, videos, a report card of every place we've ever visited, and much, much more, actually, uh, bonuses there. So, yeah, if you're interested in a little bit extra cool content, again, that's patreon.com slash agradepodcasts. There should be a link in the episode description wherever you're listening to this that you can just click on as well. My name, of course, is Joe, and I am joined, as always, of course, by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And this week is our last, I guess, review in the United States, maybe... Right? Before yes. we go to Italy? Yes. We will have our 50th episode, which is the, the next episode is going to be a special one, but it will not be recorded in New York. Can we say <laughs> what the special one is? Yeah, I think we should. So you say it. Oh, you always make me do the big reveal. Well, it's fun. <laughs> I want you okay. to have fun. Okay. So every listener out there, put a little drum roll going on in your head. But for episode 50, we have come up with a grading category that we are going to use to review and grade the awesome TV show, Stranger Things. Because we realized somehow via social media and talking to people that most people that we've spoken to who listen to the podcast are obsessed with Stranger Things and we just binged it. So the last two episodes of this season come out in a couple of days and we said, hey, that could be fun as a 50th fun episode. So We'll talk about that next week, I guess, when we do that episode. Yeah, we'll reveal our four grading categories, and we'll basically follow the same format that we follow for coffee roasters and breweries, but we will change the categories for a TV show. And it also helps to kind of give us a bit of a buffer, because as we said at the beginning, we are going to Italy in, I don't know, five days now? Five days! So we won't be able to do... No, when this episode drops... Um, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, we will be officially on our way to Newark Airport. Yeah. So it gives us a little bit more time to do episodes in Italy because who knows how that's going to break down in terms of we're bringing our podcast gear, but when and where we have time to record because there's a lot of travel, obviously. There's a lot of logistics. There's a lot of places we want to visit. So we will be recording actually there, but it might take an extra week. So this Stranger Things episode is going to be kind of just a fun buffer so that we have episodes ready for the following month or so from Italy. Yeah. And if you have any thoughts on Stranger Things, feel free to send it our way. If you're watching, if you're not watching anything like that, shoot us an email or connect with us on Instagram because we would love to hear what you all think. I feel as if we've kind of gone off the rails lately because we're doing Stranger Things next week. Then we're going to be podcasting from Italy. We were at McDonald's yes. earlier in the week because we are planning to do some really fancy places in Italy, such as Lemoncello distilleries, maybe uh, wineries, pizza places, cafes, maybe breweries. We're hoping to find those, obviously, because that's what we normally review. But we also decided that we're going to check out the Rome McDonald's because we're good, terrible Americans, and it seems appropriate. And I heard Absolutely. it's awesome there. Yes. And if you haven't checked out our YouTube video, we did put a live review of us eating McDonald's and <laughs> giving our thoughts in the moment from a McDonald's parking lot. It is on YouTube. <laughs> it is on YouTube. Just search A-Grade Podcast and you'll find 
that whole strange breakdown because it was quite an experience. Yeah, and we did learn that people feel very strongly people about have McDonald's. Such strong opinions, <laughs> either for and or against. We got more interaction on our McDonald's posts than we do for some of these craft beer breweries and coffee roasters, which made me laugh really hard. <laughs> I'm kind of excited to try the McDonald's in Rome for yeah. that reason. Because they have some pretty wild stuff, it looks like, that makes sense with Italian cheeses and that sort of thing. Anyways, we're diverging, but that's just some important context in terms of why the next few weeks are going to be looking like they are. Um, But this is, as we were saying at the beginning of the episode, the last regular review of a coffee roaster or brewery. And of course, this week, we decided to end our time in the States for the next month or so at a coffee roaster, and that was none other than... Giorgio's Coffee Roasting, Coffee Roaster in Farmingdale? Farmingdale, New York. East Farmingdale. I feel like I'm normally more prepared for this. I should probably fact check while you're giving a little description (laughs) of what we do. (laughs) I mean, if you Google Giorgio's Long Island, I'm pretty sure it will come up, right? It's kind of a... My understanding is that it's been around a while and I had heard of it going back probably years. It's one of the earliest coffee roasters I remember hearing about before I really got into going to coffee roasters. And people have always recommended it. It was actually when we started the podcast almost a year ago now, it was one of the first places that I knew about, I had heard about at least. And I said, oh, that's an easy place that we can go to. It's maybe 40, 50 minutes away. We could do an episode pretty manageably. It's not like we have to do an overnight trip like some of these other places that we visit out of state or whatever. And it just never came up until now because we have been doing traveling and we have been going to these other places. But we said, or at least I said, well, I think Giorgio's makes sense because it kind of sounds Italian to me. And maybe that's a good segue into going to Italy. So yeah, Giorgio's. Here we are. (laughs) And uh, our grading rubric categories are, of course. So today we will review and grade atmosphere and ambiance, coffee, service, food, And then we will do an individual overall tally on what grade each of us would give the coffee roaster. And from there, we will try to come up with a consensus to give a podcast grade to the coffee roaster. Yep. And as we were saying earlier, too, I feel as if this was appropriate to end with before our trip, because I don't know if we're going to find breweries when we're in Italy. I know we'll find other similar things such as wineries but we will find coffee Coffee roasters yeah we we know that we've actually seen that in our mild research that we've tried (laughs) doing um so it it sort of made sense oh let's start uh, or stop with a coffee roaster is sort of a a segue into all that so yeah do you want to start with uh atmosphere and ambiance sure go yeah so this is actually a tricky one to talk about because it's a it's it's very unique. I We haven't quite been to a coffee roaster like this before. For starters, it's kind of in an industrial type area, which we have seen before. But when you pull up, it's almost really hard to even spot Giorgio's because it's in the corner of a small little strip mall that has a tailor, a smoke shop, a Wasn't little a, deli on no, the it corner. No, it was a Jesus tailor. It's a, it was called Jesus Express Dry Cleaning. Or something or like something that. Or like Taylor's that. Taylor, or something. Taylor Services. It reminded me of when, when we went to Dubco and yes. next door they had the, the Jesus's Life Bakery. Here, yes. right next door was Jesus Taylor's Express or something. Taylor's. Yeah. Yeah. So Giorgio's was kind of in the corner, but 
we were able to see it because it had a yellow sign and this was a very industrial brick building. It was not a fancy looking place. It was not a big sprawling space. It was a small entrance. And when you walk in, the coffee roaster and the setup is, it's very long and narrow. There are no tables. So this is purely a takeout place. Yeah, no tables outside either, obviously. No tables inside, no tables outside, nowhere to sit. It is a place where you seem to go in, you order your coffee, and you leave, which we have seen before, but we'll get into the weeds of this later with service. But this was kind of different than we had seen with this takeout really um, mindset that they must have. So What's cool about it is even though it's long and narrow, you can see behind the counter, which is where most of the space is, you can see the roasting equipment, you can see the production equipment, you can see the bagging equipment. And when we walked in, you kind of get overpowered by the awesome smell of coffee beans. And the baristas did tell us they roasted the coffee yesterday. So I think that's why the smell was so strong and so nice (laughs) when you walked in. Those are my initial thoughts. Yeah, it was kind of strange for all of those reasons that you say, but particularly, I really noticed that fact of how everything was visible, which is, well, most of it was visible, but that's not something that you normally get in these express takeout experiences that we've had. Usually, those are very kind of sequestered, where you just see the takeout and they're doing whatever they're doing in the back somewhere. So, it was kind of cool that you could still see the roasting machine, you could still see all the beans and products and machinery that they use, whatever. That I liked about it. I also really liked how they had some really good, I don't know if you'd call it wall art, but they had a map of Colombia with different regions because they seem to feature a lot of Colombian beans. So that matched really well with what they were providing. It's not as if they just had random stuff on the walls. It all made sense. They also had a really cool poster that explained it had a model kind of perfectly roasted bean And then it had maybe 15 or 20 different pictures of beans with defects, whether they were over-roasted, they were rotten, they were cracked in some way, they were mismanaged or misstored or mishandled. And that was just a really cool little thing that I had never seen before. So there was a lot of really nice touches like that that stood out to me. They had what looked like an old coffee grinder machine kind of on the wall when you walked in. Bags of beans on the floor in front of the register. Yeah, bags of beans. And even the beans that they had for takeout, basically, you could buy bags of beans, obviously. They had them all labeled and they had pour over prices for them, which I thought was pretty pretty cool too. That was a nice sort of just very accessible way to see what they had to offer as well. It also was nice because while we were waiting for our coffee, we were able to look at all of the different things that they had on the wall, all of the cool informational posters they had and things like that. So I did appreciate that. But, you know, for me, I am more interested in a coffee roaster where I can sit and enjoy. I don't love the in and out experience as much, especially when it's an in and out experience that doesn't have a downtown area that I can walk or a park really close. If you're kind yeah. of in the middle of an industrial park, the in and out experience is not quite my style, but I could see that people who work around there, because there's a lot of offices, a lot of places to work there. I think that's the thing. Would yeah. really like this. You hop in, you get your coffee, it's quick, it's easy, and then you hop out. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And I suppose we should mention as well, alas, 
right when you walk in by the register, there is a little plastic guard or whatever between the cash register and the customer. Not huge, but enough to have a sign in the corner that says no public restroom. I'm actually going to insert a sad trombone because that's what I do now when there's no bathroom. I can't cue the flushing toilet (laughs) sound effect. I have to cue the sad trombone effect. So that unfortunately does affect the atmosphere and ambiance as well for me. So this is a tricky one in terms of grading for all of these reasons, as you said at the very beginning, because there were some touches that I really liked. But in terms of what I personally or probably what we personally look for, obviously, we look for slightly different things. But overall, these are big ones that we kind of want. We want a bathroom. I mean, we grade the bathroom as part of what we really assess and seating too. And there's just none of that. Granted, it's not. It's clearly not designed for that. But that's obviously different than what we personally uh, kind of like. Now, this is interesting because if you listen back a couple of episodes ago, we did go to a location where there was no bathroom and we were both outraged. Outraged. I don't feel as outraged in this instance for a couple of reasons. One, there is no seating. There is no yeah, food. that's true. Yeah. This is clearly, clearly an in and out environment, right? So because of that, I wasn't, I was mad, but I wasn't outraged. <laughs> I wasn't, other, I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended yeah, it like wasn't I was. The, it wasn't the same effect as the other place. And I think the, the other one. reason that I wasn't offended as much, you know, a little bit of a spoiler alert, but the service here was so much higher quality that I didn't feel like they were doing it as a way to kind of like a dig on the customers or like they weren't doing it because of the same reasons that we've seen in the past. I don't think there'll be any trolling of customers going on here. I don't think the service was really, that wasn't really welcoming. It was a really welcoming vibe. So this was an interesting one. It almost reminded me more like of tend or Dave's coffee where there is no bathroom, but it's because that is their setup. They are not a place that you sit. You don't have chairs there. You don't have tables. You don't have outdoor seating. So it's a very different vibe. But you should know if you're going there, you need to go to the rest stop or something down the highway because there is no bathroom. Shout out to the Long Island Welcome Center because we have long said on our travels when we're coming back through the city because we live on Long Island that the Long Island Welcome Center is probably maybe the best rest stop we've ever been to. And we've been to a lot of rest stops going across the country. But the Long Island Welcome Center is just so next level. It's kind of a mini museum. There's ancient butter churners and whale bones. and They had indoor herb gardens. Yeah, they were growing lettuce indoors. It was just, <laughs> it's clean. The bathroom's very just, it's big, but it's it's still clean, which is kind of rare. So compared to other rest stops out there, it's probably A grade. It's, it's really good rest stop. There's stuff outside for kids to play on. They, they sell sandwiches and stuff inside. It's really good. Um, so that was kind of our bathroom experience this week. So I don't know if that counts at all. It probably shouldn't. But, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Right. So, so what, what do you yeah, think for how atmosphere do we and ambiance grade? factor all of this in? Um, this is tricky because I sometimes it's hard to not put your personal preferences into account. So for me, my personal preference is totally a place with tables, a Mongo's where you have 90 table options, a big sprawling space, super comfortable. That's the vibe that I really like when it comes to coffee. This yeah. is not that. Well, so, I, you know, do I grade it based on 
what their intention is versus how it's met? Yeah, that's a good question. Or do I grade it based on my personal pe- preference? Well, you could, you because you can think of it in that way. Well, I like when there's whatever there's, I like when there's plants everywhere. I'm going to have a plant grading category. Oh, they don't have plants. Well, I'm not going to say I'm give them a D because I still like them. It's no, they have an F for the plant grade. Whether or not that's fair to have a plant grade is maybe a different story. That's maybe something that they just don't care about. It's not part of their business model. But yeah, I, I think it, it is a good consideration to keep in mind. Like, okay, what are their intentions versus the actual execution? But so, also what yeah, you want. So what I, is the balance? I feel like when I compare it to other places we've been for atmosphere and ambiance, I, it can only be fair for me to say D plus because there is no bathroom <laughs> and there are no tables. I, and those are two really important things to me. If that is not important to you, keep listening to our other categories because they probably will score higher. But for atmosphere and ambiance, in my experience and what I consider a really good place, this is D plus for me. I agree 100% because, yes, and I think you're right where you have to take that with a grain of salt because, again, as we always say, if you're looking for a great takeout coffee experience, maybe you should keep listening. It's not always only about atmosphere and ambience, but based on what's there, I was thinking D plus exactly. Wow, great. And because there were those nice touches, it's not like a failing F grade experience, but it's missing all of these other things that we would ideally like. Right. And if you're in Long Island visiting, listening to this podcast, and you're trying to go enjoy a cup of coffee with a book in the morning, you should know that this is (laughs) not the place to do that. If you're looking for a cup of coffee before you go explore somewhere else, then maybe this is a spot to go. So it's important to put all that into consideration. I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, Surprisingly. I know we're getting more and more on the same page. It's kind of demented. We got to spice it up. I'm I'm doing opposite grade of whatever you do next. And I thought, and you were getting a little tougher with your grading. I am. I'm tightening it up. Yeah, you're tightening up the rubric. I'm getting ready for for Italy. Yeah, we're going to get strict here. We'll see. Anyways. Yes. Um, And now we're on to coffee. No, you you, you switched it. Isn't it supposed to go service second? Oh, yeah. What is my problem? I don't know. Are you drunk? Maybe. (laughs) Okay. And now we're on to service. Wow. You're, you're, you start us off. I think you're just tired. (laughs) I think I'm just tired. Definitely. The coffee wore off. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I mean, we could do it that way, but I feel like we've come too far. No, I said it backwards (laughs) in this when we were doing the scoring. You did. I was too embarrassed for you to mention anything. Oh. Yeah, I know, which is funny because that was normally a really jerk you're thing the for one, me to say. Normally, you're the one that mixes up the or categories. Or says we're in uh, Omaha, and it's like, no, we're in Queens. I think we're in pre-travel, getting everything ready mode. Oh, deep breaths. Okay. okay. Service. <laughs> service. I thought service was probably the best part of the experience of all of our grading criteria. It was basically the two people there. Um, the one guy was... Seemed to be doing stuff with beans and the cashier, she seemed to be doing everything too. It seemed seemed as if there was a very kind of well thought out planned team there. And she even mentioned that Giorgio, I guess, there's a guy named Giorgio who's the owner. That's they brought him I up intuited. multiple times. Yeah. yeah, he was in the day before roasting. And so that's really cool when you go somewhere and you meet the roaster. But it's also really cool when the roaster or the owner's not there. And the people who are there are well-trained and really knowledgeable and really still passionate because that is one of the key reasons why we love going to coffee roasters and craft breweries because people who tend to work at those places tend to be really passionate. Whereas sometimes if you go to a bar or cafe, 
it's, you know, unfortunately, teenagers oftentimes who are just trying to get by, just trying to do work for the summer, whatever the case may be. I feel in general that you get a higher threshold of professionalism at these places, which is why we try to promote them and tell people to check them out. And that's exactly what I felt here. And it's so cool to see people who, whether they are career coffee people or they're just really passionate or interested, she sort of mentioned that she had learned a lot since she started, which is really cool to hear about. And I really appreciate it. I really like when people share their personal journeys in that way. So I thought overall it was a great experience. I really appreciated that when you or when I ordered the pour over, she brought over the ground beans for us to smell because they were so distinct. We'll talk about that in a moment with coffee, but really engaging like that. That's what we look for in and as part of the service experience. So I thought for a takeout place vibe like that, it's so easy for it to sometimes come across as impersonal. And I thought overall, they did a fantastic job with not making it feel that way. But what did you think? I agree completely. I thought that the service was my favorite part of the experience and is probably going to be my highest grade that I give out of any of the categories. There was a lot of really small things I liked, just the conversation we had about the beans, the conversation we had about the pour over, the conversation we had about how they roast the beans on Wednesdays, but sometimes two times a week. I felt like we really um, got to interact with employees that really believe in the in the business and believe in what Giorgio is doing and really like the owner and are proud and passionate to work there, which is a lot what you can ask for. Yeah. I mean, it's certainly not what we always get. So yeah. (laughs) Um, Was there anything else? No, this is pretty easy for me. Um, I think I know my grade. Okay. I'm going to go A minus overall. I thought it was really fantastic. The one thing that I maybe would have liked more and Again, this is tricky because it's a limitation of the space and how it's set up. But I love seeing the pour-over process. And that's what you get with something like a pour-over bar. But obviously, it's not arranged that way, as we said. And I couldn't really see the pour-over being done. So that, to me, could be atmosphere and ambiance. But it's also part of the service experience because it's a time and place where you can sort of interact with the baristas a little bit more engagingly. So maybe a little bit more of that would have been an ideal setting for me. But I thought overall it was fantastic. What about you? Yeah, I went with B plus. I thought it was great. Yeah, I, I'm right in that B plus A minus range. I could see both of those grades being accurate. I really liked it. Yeah, I thought it was it was, it was great overall. So that leads us to service. Service. No, <laughs> you tricked me. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> ah, you just got to say it confidently. That's what I tell people where they say, how do you teach all these students? You just got to talk confident. That leads us to acting. Oh, wait, no, that's next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Stranger Things. That's cast. that week. Uh, next coffee. Week. So coffee. what do you got? So I will talk about my latte first, and then you can talk about the pour over. As everybody knows, I always get a maple syrup latte. They did have one here. And when I got it, my overall observations were that it was very, very milk heavy. Even though it was oat milk, I found that the only things that I could really taste were the maple, the spices, and the milk. I didn't get a strong taste of coffee. And it started getting me thinking about the limitations of a latte in general. I mean, We've had some really, really great lattes, right, where you can taste every individual piece of it, the espresso, the milk, and 
whatever sweetener or flavor that you put in. I've had those perfect combinations, but I almost left Giorgio's today having a coffee crisis and saying, I don't think I want to order lattes anymore. <gasps> I know. That's your thing. I know. Oh, I don't and like this. This is this is too much change. It's a I, lot I don't of do change. well with that. But if we're going to change, the time is before Italy. I don't know if I want to go to Italy and be missing out on the amazing flavors of the coffee. So you might have to find a new coffee for Italy. Yes. Yeah. Because it's being overpowered by the spices and the oat milk. Um, I don't know if I'm to the point where I want to just order pour overs like you're ordering. I still want to kind of give when we're doing the reviews, get a taste of what their specialty drinks are and what the pour overs are. I like getting both, but I don't know if lattes are going to stick with me. I'm thinking that the milk is a little bit too much, even if it's oat milk. That was all I really tasted today in mine. Interesting. I don't know how you felt about the latte. So I thought yours was, I did not think that yours was a maple syrup latte. I thought it was like a Christmas spice latte. Right. There was cinnamon and she did, she did ask me. I liked it. Straight up asked me, she said the maple latte has spices in it. Do you want that? And she asked me what kind of milk I want. So again, the service was awesome. But I don't know. I started feeling like this was probably not the best drink on a nice summer morning. For me to get. Interesting. So I'm having a coffee midlife crisis. A mid-coffee crisis. A mid-podcast crisis. <laughs> if anybody has any suggestions on what I should do in Italy, let me know because I don't think lattes are going to be it. I don't think I want to miss out on the taste of the espresso beans because I'm putting so much milk into I it. I think latte is also kind of a noob thing to order maybe i don't think i want them. it's very american maybe i'll do a american. macchiato maybe i'll do some uh, research i would like a latte per favor not interested that's not a good that's not a good look no. it's not a good sound i think i'd prefer to just get an americano mm, you could or or you could get something with a little bit of milk maybe listeners a, help me there's, macchiato, there's other drinks maybe? macchiatos affogato you want an affogato is no. I think it's I think it's a scoop of gelato with espresso poured over. I mean, that sounds amazing. It does sound amazing. I'm definitely going to eat the shit out of affogatos in to, Italy. I think I'm going to have to go back to like my coffee book and decide what am I going to order. Listeners, help me. I am at a loss and I feel like I don't know what to do. That's a shame. What a shame. <laughs> I don't you'll even fi- know you'll figure who it out. I am anymore. My whole latte life has confidence. been a lie. <laughs> I, think you'll, I think you'll figure it out. I'm not too worried. But how, what did you think about your pour over? So the pour over was interesting because they did what a lot of places do where they did what a lot of places I see do who don't have great pour overs where they have all their beans listed and then they have, they say basically that you can do a pour over of any bean that they have. And I like to go to a place where you can get pour overs that they've specifically selected. So, I mean, again, if the beans are great, it's probably going to come out fine. But yeah, that's one of the great things I like about pour overs is getting the recommendations from the baristas. Luckily, as we said with service, they seemed to obviously know their beans and they had a featured bean up on their board. And I said, well, they were talking about these other beans. And I said, I think I'm going to go with the featured bean because it sounds great. I was a little skeptical and I thought it was odd that their specialty pour-over bean said that it was described with tasting like wine. And the reason why I was skeptical about that is because that sounds like something that I would expect somebody to say because it's going to come across as bitter. 
And they're trying to mask the fact that it's not that great of a pour over by saying, well, it's like wine, you know, it's, it, it, I could see that with, sometimes you get that with craft beer. People say, oh, it's so fruity. It's so good. And you just say, it's just bitter. It's too hoppy. So I was kind of expecting that because again, a lot of times very averagey pour overs they're I mean, they're maybe good, but they're no better than drip coffee and they're kind of bitter. So I wasn't sure what to expect, but I was kind of very, I was very surprised when I smelt it. It was very potent. And then when I tasted it, it did taste like wine. It reminded me of red wine and grapes in particular, which I thought was super cool. So on the pour over scale, I thought this was a really good pour over. Uh, I would probably say it was like an A minus pour over. It was up there with some of the best pour overs I've had in a long time. Um, and then I would say, well, how do I balance that with the latte that I had? But what did you think of the pour over? I was very curious because, like we said, you're not a huge pour over fan in general. Yeah, I thought the pour over was one of the more unique pour overs I've ever had where I could pick that flavor and that yeah. pour over. Was it a Costa Rica one? That was the that was a Costa Rican one. Yeah, it was so fruity <laughs> yeah. and tasted so much like wine that I think if you gave me a blind taste test of a hundred coffees, I could pick out this one. Which it is what you want. that unique. Yeah. And so I thought in that regard, it was really great. I agree with you about A minus. Yeah, it was really great. It wouldn't be my preference again for a flavor profile that I would normally have in a coffee. It's a little bit, it was a little bit too sweet for me. Or it made yeah. me make you typically don't a like face. The, you typically don't yeah. like the sweet pour overs. Don't like Ethiopians that are very blueberry forward. Yes, you tend to like the maltier ones. I do. I, I, feel. I like the malty ones. Yeah. You would have liked maybe ones. one of their Colombian. I ones. would have liked a Colombian roast better, but I still knew that their beans seem baller. Like they yeah. probably have really, really good roasting. Yeah equipment and beans and i could see why giorgio's is really highly regarded for having really good coffee right yeah, yeah i agree with your assessment too of the latte because i thought that it it wasn't that it was too sweet but there i didn't get the blend of the espresso i knew that there was espresso in there but you sort of said it earlier i really like when you can identify that balance where you can taste the espresso the milk and the whatever sugar or whatever but it still blends together as something more. Having said that, you could still identify those elements. It was more a little bit too much just the not espresso vibe. I don't know how else to describe it. Think about that latte that we have at Mongo's. Yeah, it's that's a perfect the example. The same yeah. thing. They have maple lattes where it tastes like coffee. It is possible to make a latte that actually still oh, yeah, tastes definitely. like coffee. And this one didn't taste like coffee to me. It tasted like a milkshake or something <laughs> yeah, but that again is what's causing me to have my latte crisis so <laughs> i'm not sure how much i'm going to factor that in um but those are my overall thoughts yeah so for coffee grade what do you think did i go first i think so i did yeah yeah for coffee if i'm factoring in both the pour over and the latte i think i'm gonna go with a b i'm gonna go b plus because i feel as if the pour over was too unique for me to go anything below B plus, because I think it's, I think that pour over was outstanding. And again, the latte wasn't my favorite, but as we said, lattes aren't my favorite in general anyways. And he even said, oh, we do everything, espresso, whatever you want. So I'm sure the other stuff is really good too. They definitely know how to roast beans, obviously. 
which is not always the experience we have. So I think overall they're really, really good beans. Yeah. I would definitely go back for the coffee, 100%. Yeah, and try some of the other beans because they really had an extensive list that you could order for pour over. Any bean that they had there, I think there was something like 15 different beans that you could pick for a pour over. So it would be cool to try some other ones. Definitely. And that leads us to food. Food. So I guess I start. Yes, sir. It wasn't really much. (laughs) No. (laughs) So they did have some food. I don't know if you noticed, they had these little... I don't know what you would call them. No, they were snack bags of... I thought they were mini blueberry cookies or something. Yeah, they were like little pastries in a bag. I think they were like cookies. Cookies or something in a bag. Yeah, little just bag... Not fresh bagged ones, just stuff that you would get a giant thing of... Costco. Yeah, from Costco or Stop and Shop or whatever. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but a lot of times... If that's the case, I won't even try it because it's it's not standing out to me as something really local or anything along those lines that might be unique or different in some way. So I didn't even try it because it didn't honestly seem worth it for our purposes. But they did have that as a food option. That was pretty much it. I mean, I think there was a deli in that strip mall too, maybe, that you could walk to the deli, I guess, if you wanted to. But I don't know how much you can really count other than that, so... Uh, I think I know my food grade, unless you have anything else to add. I'm actually surprised that they didn't have more options for foods or they didn't bring in some from a different bakery or something, because if it is a to-go place, it would be nice to grab a cup of coffee and grab a little snack. So I was a little bit surprised by that, but I do know my grade. You're going to give a grade? Sometimes we don't give grades, but I'm going to give a grade. Yeah. So I'm going to go D minus for food. I was going to say D minus too. You're stealing my grade. What the heck is happening? Next time I'm writing my grades down beforehand so I can claim them as mine. (laughs) Yeah, I don't trust you. I believe you at all. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate though. Again, I think we're spot on. Yeah, it's it's not obviously something that they are featuring, which is fine, but I I like food. I'm hungry. I know. I like having food in a (laughs) a food option in a coffee roaster. We say that all the time. Some of the best foods and uh, different foods, pastries, things that we found are in coffee roasters and craft beer breweries. Yeah, it, it is interesting how different some places are, though, when you go to a takeout coffee roaster versus what was the one reanimator in Philadelphia where they had just a, a full bakery, bakery yes. with pizza ovens and or South brick Down. oven pizza. And yeah, they have a pastry chef or something. Right. But yeah, whatever it is what it is, as they say. Right. And this is why we grade these places. So what do we got for a breakdown? So for atmosphere and ambiance, we both gave a D plus. For service, Joe gave an A minus. I gave a B plus. For coffee, Joe gave a B plus. I gave a B. And for food, Joe gave a D minus. I gave a D minus. Mm-hmm. I'm humming, which means I'm thinking, which means. I think I know mine. I think I know your grade. You do? I always know you're You're going to use the honor system, and after we do a three, two, one, you will tell me if you were right or wrong? Yes. Okay. Um, You you know, it's funny because more and more, I just kind of go with, I I don't try to average the individual grades, because that's, I feel as if that's what I used to do. I used to try to say, okay, well, I gave an A here in this category, I gave a C here, so that should average out to whatever. But yes, that's true to some extent, but at the end of the day... I still have to ask myself, what is it overall in terms of the overall experience? This one's hard because, as we said, I mean, we've been to places, too, where we look at it and we say, oh, there's there's no bathroom or there's no seating. I'm not giving it higher than this, but I'm just going to go with how I feel. 
I know my grade. <laughs> three, two, one. Yes. Okay. Three, three, two, two one. one B C minus. Wow. Oh, I, we are I really thought, different. I thought you were going to go higher. You gave it a B minus. Yeah, the pour over was too good. It doesn't have a bathroom or anywhere to sit. Yeah, but or any food. But it's not supposed to. You barely get an experience here. It's not supposed to. This isn't a coffee experience. It's an in and out experience. Yeah, but it's still an amazing pour over. There's no there's no bathroom. There's no seats. When you go to the Long Island Welcome Center. I refuse to give anything higher than a C if there's no bathroom and no seats. That's reasonable. Fight with me. No, I, no I'm, not, I'm, I'm not arguing that. I gave it a B minus because I knew you were going to give lower. You did? <laughs> yeah, 100%. And listen, I I would go back here. I, I would go back and try oh, yeah. other coffees, but yeah. it's just not my type of coffee experience. I like the sit down experience more. Well, that's fair enough. I guess I do still do the averaging because <laughs> like, <laughs> like if the service if the service had been C average, I probably would have said C minus overall. Right. It probably would have brought down my overall grade. But the service was so good compared to a lot of other places like these that we've been to that I thought that really makes a difference. And same thing with the quality of the the, the pour over was better than any of these other takeout places I've gone to and gotten pour overs. Here's where we sometimes disagree a little bit on what we're looking for. For me, I really value the atmosphere and ambiance. That's something that's, and the that's service, it's yeah. really important to me. You could have the best pour over in the world, but I'm probably not going to go out of my way to go back if I can't sit and enjoy it. It For some reason in my head, I have Mongo's as the foundation for like, or the, the bar for a Long Island coffee roaster where I can get the best coffee in the world. And I can also sit at a couch. I can sit at a table. I can get an avocado toast sandwich that is so delicious. I can get a muffin. I will drive the extra 10 minutes and go to Mongo's or go to Southtown or go, I, I don't know, Flux. I think some of these places might have slightly less good beans or maybe same par beans, but can offer more for atmosphere and ambiance. That's just kind of my honest gut opinion. I, I think C is satisfactory. It's yes. great. Satisfactory. I don't think this quite hits satisfactory. I think it's a little bit below. Wow. That's how it's going to be, huh? That's how it's going to be. Well, I would agree with you if the coffee was... Well, I think the difference is that I really liked my coffee and you did. That's really what it comes right. down to. Because if you think about if I had the pour over and I said it's very average, I'm not a latte guy, the latte was fine, and I gave the coffee category a C, I probably would have given a C- minus overall. And it was, I think it's, so I think it speaks to the fact of how we felt about our individual coffees too. The question is, definitely, how do we come up with an overall podcast grade? Because this is the first time in a long time that we've been more than half a letter grade off. We usually finish yes. like C, C minus, B, B plus. We're right there close to each other. But you said C minus and I said B minus. We could average so, out at a C. That doesn't average out at a, at a C. Yes, it does. It does. Yes, because it would be me going up one grade and you going down one grade and meeting no, me, right in the me middle. Me going down two grades, C plus C. Oh, that's true. That, I don't know if I'm willing to give my experience a C plus. All right, I'll I'll go with C for coffee. I think it's a satisfactory coffee experience. You're not wrong. Coffee roaster, not I, coffee shop. It's I a just, satisfactory coffee roaster. I'm going to put C asterisks and then plus because the pour over so good. So then maybe you should argue and we should get C plus as our <laughs> final podcast grade. I mean, I, I'm not 
normal normally i will fight to round up just because i feel as if i had if i had good parts of an experience i feel as if that's worth doing but I can't round up. I can't fight to round up for a place that doesn't have a bathroom. I'm the bathroom guy. Listen to any other episode. That's what I do. I I, I talk about bathrooms. <laughs> we talk about plants in bathrooms and no. stories in bathrooms. I think, in fact, I think arguing to round up to a C is is as far as I'm willing to go for that reason. Because normally, I mean, we've gone to places where we went to that one coffee place where they had they did not allow us to use the bathroom. And that was basically an automatic where we said we're being friendly given a D minus. My latte was better there. My pour over wasn't. Right. So it's all kind of. Look. All these different categories. You got to listen to what we say and the fact that this might be a C, but it's a better C than a lot of other C's out there. Yes. That is such a good way to put it. And it's for if you're in Farmingdale you work in this area, I would recommend that you go here 100% more than I would recommend you go to Starbucks or Dunkin' yeah, or something like right. that. Go to Giorgio's. Yeah. I would even recommend that we buy bags of beans from Giorgio's and make them ourselves at home. Oh, I would 100% right? make home pour-overs with their beans. Yeah, definitely. I So I yeah. there is still a big part of me that recommends going here, but only if you're looking for that specific experience, which is why... Our Patreon spreadsheet actually has a spot on it that says how you should enjoy the co- the coffee roaster or the brewery. Mm. And for this one, it's probably going to say takeout. Maybe we can even add buy their beans. Yeah, that's true. It's sort of uh, if you go right? to patreon.com slash a grade podcast, you get the full report card and the report card does exactly that. It tells you, do you want to go if, if you're looking for a takeout experience? This might be the one. If you're looking forward to sit down with friends, go on a date, this might be the one. If there's nothing marked down, you probably do want to avoid it altogether. <laughs> so this will definitely have something marked down because it's not, you don't want to avoid it, I think. Yes. I think that this was a really great uh, pour over experience for me. So were you overall. comfortable giving an overall score of C for the podcast? C's fine with me, yeah. Okay. I C for coffee. If you want to get up into B, B for bathroom. C for coffee instead. This sounds appropriate. I mean, granted, I'm processing this like a second grader, but, you know, that's what it takes. <laughs> we have limited uh, brain power right now as we're prepping for Italy. My bandwidth is decreasing. Yes. Steadily. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Slow it down. Yeah, basically. So yeah. I guess that's it. C for Giorgio's Coffee, which was one of our original places that we really wanted to rate. I can't believe we're actually doing it. We graded it. Finally and we did found it. found a C. It's great. Finally did it. C for coffee. You heard it here. You heard it here. Yeah. Good stuff. I enjoyed it. Yeah. And we kind of gave a little recommendation on how we think you should enjoy this coffee roaster. So I think we did nice work, team. We did a C grade job at we least. We did a C grade job on this episode. I think so. I did mix up the order of the categories. So I don't know if Nobody would have noticed if right I now. didn't say anything. So that's on me. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, that's everything. Next time we see you, we will be talking about Stranger Things. Yes. We will be just going straight in with spoilers. So yeah. if you haven't watched it yet, you probably want to hold off on next or episode you're or thinking, binge it I like now. coffee and beer. I don't know what Stranger Things is. That's what's happening next episode, too. You can avoid it. And I wonder if we're going to be as good film critics as we are coffee and beer critics. Well, I am a writer 
I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> you are a writer. I have so, your book right behind me. Nevertheless, <laughs> so I I can ramble about literary crap all day. This is going to be great. I'm really excited for this one. I'm going to take some notes. I'm going to have everything planned out. I am so excited. Yeah. So that will be next week. And then, as we said at the beginning, the following weeks will be Dell'Italia. I can't believe it. It's finally here. When this episode drops, we will be on a train heading to the Newark airport. Blech. Off to Rome. Blech. Amazing. Oh, I'm nervous. Future us in a couple days when this releases. It's on I'm not vacation. nervous. I'm, I'm just lazy. I don't want to have to get there. Oh, I just want to be there. I know. Why isn't teleportation a thing yet? Preach. It's so hard to get to airports in New York. What the heck? Eh, eh. Wish us luck. Maybe we'll have to stop at a good coffee roaster on the way. Yeah, uh, that actually... No, I don't think... No, that's too much. Too Let's much. just get there. No, we just have to get there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there and we'll we'll hit the, the pavement hard with uh, going to Rome Roasters. Yes, we're going to drink oh, a no, lot Florence of roasters. coffee. We'll Florence start, start in Florence. Yeah, so if anybody Ooh, has any recommendations, we're going to be in Florence, Rome, Sorrento, and Pas... Pastiano. Pas, Pasitano. Pas, I thought it was Pastiano. We'll, we'll find out. Pasitano. <laughs> Listen, we're not known for pronunciations, so it's all good. I'm definitely not known for pronunciations. <laughs> did I say that wrong too? Yeah, you did. <laughs> can you edit that out? Nope. Come I mean, on. I can. I'm not, I'm not going to. Please do. It's too for late. It's, this is gold. It's gold. I ain't changing this nothing. This is really bad content. This is clown content. Clown content? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, what was that? I have no idea. I, you thought you turned off notifications. I did. All right. Well, until next time. We're devolving. <laughs> thank you guys, as always. Appreciate you listening. And uh, yeah, hope to see you next week in Stranger Times. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Until next time, stay safe out there. Be well, drink well, and hope to see you then. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Bye. Bye-bye.